This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. It has been a busy day with updates on the continued fight against COVID-19. Earlier today, we heard from Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. He spoke to Canadians about the new restrictions being put in to stop the spread. Canada is now denying entry to nearly everybody who is not a Canadian citizen or a permanent resident. However, exempt from that group are U.S. citizens. There will not be a closure at the border. It will still be business as usual at the border. He was questioned several times as to why Americans are exempt from the ban. He said the level of integration between Canada and the United States is behind the decision. It is at a level higher than other countries. He also told reporters there is more work to be done in the coming days to ensure Canadians are safe and that necessary goods are continuing to flow. He says that Canada and the United States are coordinating closely. Now, later on, we heard from BC Health Minister Adrian Dix, who had stronger words for that, basically saying, if you live in Washington State. If you are an American resident in Washington State, please do not come to BC. That is not an order. It's nothing that can stop people, but it definitely was a stronger position being taken by our provincial health minister. So that was just part of what came out of the earlier news conference with Justin Trudeau. Let's bring in Richard Zussman. He's the Global BC online journalist based at the legislature. He too has been keeping tabs on all the announcements today and joins me. Richard, thank Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, Jill, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, so just recapped a little bit about what Justin Trudeau said, closing the border. There will be four airports, Vancouver included, that will be accepting international flights. Uh, airlines now being told they are not to permit anybody on board who is exhibiting any symptoms. Uh, maybe focus, if you can, a bit more. What did we learn from the provincial, uh, both the medical health officer, Dr. Bonnie Henry, and Adrian Dix? Yeah. Yeah, so there were a few things there. The number of cases in British Columbia now over a hundred. There are six people in British Columbia in hospital uh, with COVID-19. Uh, sadly, uh, the number of deaths have now gone up to four. So four people in British Columbia have died from COVID-19. All four are connected uh, to the Lynn Valley Care Centre. Uh, then there also were a number of new measures announced today by the provincial government. So all non-urgent surgeries will be cancelled. This is thousands and thousands of surgeries, according to Health Minister Adrian Dix. The reason why, obviously, the government is doing this is to clear out hospital space if needed uh, to deal with the virus. Also announced uh, by the province is that if you do have a prescription that is run out, the College of Pharmacists have been asked by the provincial government not to require you to have another prescription note. So if you need to get your prescriptions renewed, you can go and do so at your pharmacy without a note. Uh, that is, again, to free up doctors to focus in on trying to contain uh, the virus. We also have now a restriction of all public gatherings of 50 people or more are banned. So the province is passing an order to restrict those gatherings. That, no doubt, Jill, will have a big impact on restaurants, bars, um, central gathering areas like community centers, although we're seeing a lot of municipalities close them. The province also announcing a ban on a closure of all casinos. So working with the Attorney General, all casinos in British Columbia 
must now close. These are all measures the province is taking in order to do their best to flatten out uh, the curve, as they describe, to help minimize the spread of COVID-19. Uh, a few people have been joining the conversation and questioning why these measures are being taken, but people are still allowed to be taking transit and being in places where yeah. you it would be very difficult to be a meter from everyone around you. Uh, TransLink saying that they are following health recommendations, and at this point, they've been told that, yes, transit can continue. Yeah, and I think a big part of this, Jill, is these precautions are in place, but the advice is stay home. And I know that's very hard for people considering we don't know the measures from the province and the federal government yet on how they're going to help people pay their bills, pay their mortgage, get groceries, subsidize their income if they lose work. But the advice that we're hearing from all levels of government is stay home. And so therefore, it should minimize the use of transit and help prevent people from being, as you mentioned, in very close proximity to each other, as we see uh, often on transit in Metro Vancouver and and other places in the province. Uh, You know, I think a big part of this is the province is trying to provide as many recommendations as possible to stop the spread of this as quickly as possible, considering what we've seen, obviously, in China and Italy, and now what we're starting to see in a lot of jurisdictions in the United States as well. Uh, people are wondering about schools, as we've seen other jurisdictions yeah. already make the announcement that schools will be closed indefinitely following spring break. Uh, from what I understand, we will get an announcement on that tomorrow? Yeah, so right now, uh, Education Minister Rob Fleming is having conversations with the BC Teachers Federation, as well as many other stakeholders involved in the education system, including school districts. That decision will be made tomorrow. You rightly pointed out that we're seeing a lot of other jurisdictions, including Ontario, Alberta, Saskatchewan, uh, for sure Washington State, that have cancelled schools, in some cases for four weeks, in some cases indefinitely. That decision will wait. You know, one of the things that Dr. Bonnie Henry, in giving her medical advice, is trying to weigh is the impact that something like a school closure could have on the rest of the system. You know, essential service workers that work in hospitals, that are working, you know, in places like grocery stores that still need to operate, they rely in many cases on the school system to ensure that they can get to work and have their kids taken care of. So that's one of the factors that's being weighed now. But obviously, with this restriction on gatherings of 50 people plus, schools have much larger crowds than that. So it is something that's strongly being considered. We will get the the definitive answer tomorrow from the provincial government on what the decision will be. Uh, Most students are on spring break now. So what will happen after spring break? And we may get a timeline. If there is an announcement of a closure, we may get a timeline for how long. But those things, as you know, are rapidly changing in terms of how long things are being closed or cancelled for. Absolutely. There are a a handful of schools, a few that are on the year-round calendar. From what I understand, too, a lot of parents have chosen to to keep their kids out or to keep their kids at home while they wait for that announcement. Yeah, and the same is happening with daycares as well. Uh, Bonnie Henry was asked about this today, about what's happening with daycares. She acknowledged it, again, is an essential part of our care network in this province. And for now, there's no definitive action being done. But, you know, I have a, a kid 
who's in a daycare, who's being kept home today. I think a lot of British Columbian parents are making that same decision, heeding the advice from Dr. Henry and from the Prime Minister to keep people at home to help reduce the spread. And so I think if people need to send their kids to their daycares, those daycares are now open. But a definitive decision on daycares, Dr. Henry mentioned, is going to be made along the line as well. Uh, One other point, uh, Dr. Henry uh, seemed very disappointed that dental conference went ahead. We're seeing cases that originated from there. Uh, I would like to think that following this and her announcement today, we're not going to see that again. No, and and the numbers were staggering. Uh, Dr. Henry said 15,000 people were at this conference, a massive conference. And now we've seen cases from not just here in British Columbia, but all across North America as people travel back home from this conference. Uh, there, there are concerns being raised that potentially some dentists after attending the conference worked on patients. You know, these are medical professionals. I asked Dr. Henry about this issue today on the phone call. And she said they're medical professionals. They take all the precautions, but she's advising dentists, but also everyone. If you're sick, stay home. Do not work. Uh, but she's also flagging that if you were at that dental conference in Vancouver, you must immediately notify yourself to health officials because they are seeing a lot of cases pop up in connection with that conference. All right, uh, Richard, we will leave it there. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Joe.